Hi Felters and welcome to my podcast, The Needle Felting Addict. My name is Philippa from Felts by Philippa and today we are going to discuss needles. So wool can make a big difference to your needle felt creation, but needles can also make a big difference too. So it's very important to learn about needles. The number one needle that will do most things is a 38 triangular. When you're a beginner, that's a great needle to start with. I'm just giving that to you now, but the longer you uh, needle felt, the more you want to learn about and try other needles um, and help you with getting a smooth finish or help you with joining things better or help you getting um, a coat attached to create fur. So you will want to learn about the needles as you go along. First off, the most important thing is buy good quality needles. The cheaper ones on Amazon are, are really not going to give you the needle felting experience. Um, Places such as Heidi Feathers, Sue's Country Creations, Living Felt, Serafina Fibre Art, Gross Beckert is the German brand. I don't know if I say it right. Sweet Pea Dolls. Um, there's lots of shops. Go on Etsy, go online, go on to Facebook groups and ask if, especially if you're in, say, Canada or America, and ask where. But Heidi Feathers is number one for me. It's very easy, fast delivery, and they have an amazing range of needles. Go to a dedicated needle felting shop and you should get good quality needles. And when they arrive, they should be colour coded. Each colour coding is specific to that shop. They are not universal, which is a common question I get all the time. Why aren't they universal? That would be nice, but they're not. So when you get a little postcard with the colours on for those needles and it tells you what needle is what, keep them. The needles will be colour coded at the top, normally with a colour or with a sticker down the side. Um, so that's the way you're going to tell them apart. Try not to get them mixed up with your other needles because then you're going to struggle to know what's what. Um, cheap Amazon needles, as I mentioned, they look great. 30 needles for $5 or for £5. You think lovely. Um, however, they break easily. They don't felt that well. Uh, they will arrive uh, quite a lot of the time with oil on them and that is to stop them from rusting. Basically the the nickel steel quantities aren't as good as a better produced needle and they will rust easily so they oil them so that they don't rust and when you try and felt with them there might be more resistance. They're just not as well made so definitely do go for good quality ones. And when I say good quality ones, they're still only a pound a needle. They're not loads of money. I know it's an investment, but they're really, really worth it. I thoroughly recommend, and I wish I'd done this in the beginning, going straight in for a big range of needles. If you go on to a place such as Heidi Feathers, there's the Ultimate Collection, which is about £20. And there's a huge range of needles because what would happen when I first started, I'd have the triangular ones from whatever kit I'd ordered and they're great. And we'll discuss shapes in a minute. But then I'd hear about another needle and I'd be like, oh, oh, I'll order that one. And then I'd hear about another needle and then I'd be like, oh, I want to try this needle and this needle. And the amount of orders that I ended up putting in, I just wish I had ordered a collection of needles first off. It would have made my life a lot easier and then you can just gradually try them out. Um, you will break needles in the beginning. So it's always useful to order, or such as in the Ultimate Collection, 
there are several triangular needles. There are, uh, you know, you will, you will break needles. It does happen until you learn how to be gentle with them. The angle that you use the needle, you should push it in and out at the same angle. No twisting, no bending. If you're using wire armature, that's another advancement that you'll do as you go along. Then you might break needles again. I break a needle about once a month at the moment. Um, maybe a bit less, but in the beginning I did break more needles. So you do learn. You shouldn't be breaking them all the time. Maybe you're felting too strongly if you're breaking a lot of needles. Needles don't really go blunt. That's another question I get a lot. They, they can, but it's going to take years of use for them to go blunt. More often than not, my needle will break before it goes blunt. However, if I have a needle and I think it's not working that well, I have a couple of regulars that I use. I put a little tape over the top to make them comfortable to hold. Then just try... If I've got a 38 triangular and I think it's a bit blunt, just try another one uh, exactly the same. And if it felt easier, if it goes in smoother into the wool, then maybe your needle was a bit blunt. But to be honest, I don't think they go blunt. They are very well made. If you do break a needle, always try and find that end piece if it's in your felted item. It's annoying. It's a pain if you've felted quite a, a, a big thing. You have to dig it out or if it's pinged off and gone on the floor somewhere, it's a pain. But do try and find them because these are sharp, sharp items. So needles come in shapes and they come in sizes. So the shapes are triangular, which is your most common needle, a twisted stroke spiral. It's the same name. So it's a triangular needle that has literally just been twisted round and you can see it. It's very I call it the pretty needle. Um, and then a star shape. So you've got triangular, twisted spiral and star. And then you can have a star twisted, a crown, a reverse and a rooting needle, which I'll talk a little bit further. But the three main ones are triangular, twisted and star. The numbers, it's called a gauge and it's the thickness of the diameter of the needle. So 32 gauge is your thickest needle and then there's a 36, 38, 40, 42, um, 46, and that's probably your thinnest 46. So it goes from a 32 to a 46. There's no 34 and there's no 44. And I still don't know why. <laughs> and I've been felting for over five years. So I really hope somebody out there will be able to tell me. It Maybe it was a superstition in the mills. Who knows? But your most common size needle is a 38 triangular it's a great medium size so a 32 is a big thick needle and a 46 is a very fine needle fine needles break easily just bear that in mind just to note some people call needles fine medium and coarse they don't call them in numbers so a fine needle would be a 42 or a 46 and a coarse needle would be the 32 the thick size that's all it is um, it's just a different way of describing them. All needles have barbs on them or like notches that have been carved out into the seal. And these notches are what do the work. Some needles have more barbs and some needles have less barbs and in different places. I'm kind of teaching you a lot of specifics about needles. You don't really need to, if you're a beginner, don't get hooked up on it. Like I said, 38 triangular, just go for that. But... 
if you have a 32 gauge needle, it has eight barbs on it, so that will do a lot of work. If you have a crown needle, say a 46, it has three barbs right at the tip, so it's a very accurate, um, it's good for creating the smooth finish that we talk about, but don't get hooked don't get hooked up on it basically the barbs do the work and they push the wool in the wool interlocks with itself and it gets firmer and firmer and smaller and smaller and your normally your creations will be at least a third smaller if you've tied your wool quite tight in the beginning and then you felt it it will get at least a third smaller as the fibers compact down and now you can over felt something i have done a video on this on my channel it's quite hard to overfelt, but some people do overfelt things because they felt for ages and they want their items to be really, really firm. So the triangular needle, if you were to cross section through the needle, it will be the shape of a triangle, hence triangular. And a 32 triangle is a big, thick needle. It's great for if you've got a really coarse wool. And when we talk about wools, there's certain breeds that produce quite coarse wool. And if you were to take a fine needle to it, you wouldn't get anything felted. It would just take forever. So that's why a 32 triangular is a really big, thick needle. And it will help you bring it all together quicker. Then you go to a 36 triangular, also a really good starting needle for most wools. And then a 38 is a fantastic all-rounder. A 40 triangular and a 42 triangular is great for finishing and creating that nice smooth effect. So once you've felted it and you've brought it all together, if you want to say we're creating a doll's face or something really smooth, then you'll start to go to a 42 triangular. But the 38 is a fantastic all-rounder. Next, we just look at the twisted or the spiral, same name. I have uh, one of those that are my favourites. The 40 spiral is my absolute favourite for finishing. So they just took the triangular shape and they twisted it round. And you get a 38 and a 40. It just seems to work really well. The 40 twisted seems to tidy up my work really, really quickly. So um, thoroughly recommend you trying out a spiral and I supply them in my needle felting kits because I think it's important for people to try different needles. The star needle has four sides to it. It's quite hard to describe how it is. Each side is indented so it's in the shape of a cross if you were to cross section it. Uh, this is a real workhorse. They ha You have a 36 and a 38 star. Um, it is a, a it's quite a strong, you have to use quite a lot of force. It's not my favourite, but there are loads and loads of felters that love it. They say it works really well. It brings the wool in together nicely. So a star is definitely worth trying at some point and seeing if you get on with it. I feel that if you're quite a strong felter and you stab with, with quite a bit of force, you will find it really good. I'm quite a light felter and that's why I prefer sort of a softer, more gentle needle. And you can also get a 38 twisted star. I do have one. I haven't used it, but I can imagine it's really good. I will try it at some point. Don't panic too much, but that's Heidi Feathers. They do a 38 twisted star. Um, just to mention a couple of the other needles that, they, that are out there, you might hear the names of. A crown, 
So a crown needle normally has the barbs more towards the end and it has far less. It has only three barbs on the end. So this is where you will pinpoint it with accuracy as to where you want, you want to get the smooth finish. There's a 38, 40, 42, 46. Um, I have tried <laughs> the, I have tried the 40 and I've tried the 46. And to be fair, it feels like it's not doing anything because it's so fine. So you'd need to felt your work for ages to begin with. Then you'd get out your spiral uh, or twisted and you'd firm it up again. And then eventually you would get out the crown 46. But I think really it's for people that want the ultimate smooth finish. I don't see it as being an essential one in your kit at all, but they do exist. So if you start to get become a perfectionist with your uh, finishing, then definitely try a crown. And next we have uh, reverse needles, which do exactly what they say. They reverse your felting. So they are a bit weird in the beginning because when you normally push a needle in, you feel and the noise and the resistance, that's the stabbing noise when you push it in. And when you pull it out, it's quiet. So with a reverse needle, you'll push it in and it's smooth. And then when you pull it out, there's resistance. So it is really unusual. And when you first, if you didn't know it was a reverse needle, you'll go, oh, what's, what's wrong with that? Why is it doing that? But basically, it is pulling hair out. So it's really great for certain things to create a fuzzy effect. You get a 36 reverse and a 40, I think it is. Um, the 36 reverse will pull out bigger pieces. So if you wanted uh, to create a furry fox, personally, I would add coat to create the fox, but you can, if you want reverse felt, you would have to do a lot of reverse felting. Um, but you could do it. But if you had a teddy bear and you wanted it just a little bit fuzzy, that would be a really great uh, one to use for that. So, um, and the 40 will pull out less and you use them. The 36, you can, if you stab him, you've got to bear in mind, if you've used a core wool that's white underneath and then you put an outer layer on and then you get a reverse needle, especially a 36, a big one, and start using it, you will pull out the white from the middle. So um, I would probably use the 40 and use it very lightly on the surface to make sure you don't pull out the white underneath. So you do have to be a little bit careful about your layers underneath. But also adding to that, you could put core wool, then a layer of grey, then a layer of um, brown. And when you use the reverse, you'd bring out the grey and the brown. And that would be a, a lovely blending effect too. Quite often... I use the reverse needles if I was doing dappling on a horse and I've put it onto a sort of a white base and I've put this spot on and it looks just a bit raw. It doesn't look too good. I would reverse around the edge and then felt it back down and it would blend the edge of the spot really quite nicely. So that's reverse needles. They are really good fun to try. But uh, like I said, bear in mind what your base layer is and use them quite lightly on the top. So the last needle I'm going to mention is the rooting needle, only because you might hear it, um, hear its name every now and again. Really, it's for rooting hair, like single pieces of hair, especially in a dull 
Um, that's what it's mainly used for. It is a, it has no barbs on it and it has the teeniest little fork at the end that you cannot see. I have tried <laughs> to see it, but it's so hard. You would need a microscope to see the little fork bit. And it literally grabs your hair and pushes it in. Now I did do an experiment with a forked needle. So I used um, just a 38 triangular and I, I um, put some fur onto an item and then I used a fork needle the fork needle took a lot longer to plant the hair right in but it was a lot harder to pull out it was much much firmer so the fork needle's great but I wouldn't recommend it for if you were doing a whole fox or a whole bear coat or something like that it is more specifically for doll's hair that is a little bit thicker and you have to be very careful about the placement of it so we have covered all the needles I want to talk about here today. The main three are triangular, um, spiral, stroke, twisted, remember it's the same name, and the star needle. So those are the three I would try, and the reverse needle actually, because if you are wanting to create fur, it's a really, really good one. I don't think you'll, you'll need to try a crown straight away, and I don't think you'll need a forked needle either. They are interesting to know about, but I don't think they're essential. Always try and order um, a range of needles, know what the colour coding is, or at least keep the postcard handy that you get sent. Um, and if you're using a needle and you've felted something and your needle is starting to get quite a bit of resistance as you are felting, then you probably need to go to a finer needle. So say you started with the 36 and you felt it quite a bit and it's not going in as easily as it should, go to a 38 or go to a 40 and it should um, have less resistance and you know um, then you're using the right needle. I do have, if you don't, if you've got needles and you don't know what they are, I do have a video helping you sort out um, the feel of the needle so you can work out what needle it is. I get a lot of people have kits off Amazon and they haven't got a clue what their needles are. So that's why I do recommend going to a really good needle felting shop. I hope this has helped. Any questions, pop them on my <laughs> YouTube. I don't know how we do questions on here. But thanks for listening and see you or speak to you next week. Take care, everybody.